0: Hi, my name is Elaine So, and I am the host of the Time and Space podcast. For so long now, I have been deeply fascinated and curious about the human belief system, the subconscious mind, and also the process of deconditioning. I have authored a book called I Am. It is the modern day guide for living life on purpose, elevating your personal power, and expanding your intuitive gifts. I am so excited to be sharing my thoughts out loud with you. For anyone interested, I am a 4-6 Human Design Reflector and I really enjoy sharing my insights and reflections and hope that you find something in there that can support you through the times that we are moving through right now. All right, I can't wait to share with you. Thank you for joining me. Hello, friends. Here we are again. So last night I had an incredible workshop with some incredible humans who felt the call to join me and I shared with them a story, not in its entirety because I was conscious of time and um, I went off on a tangent to even begin sharing this story. But since then, I have had a lot of feedback around how helpful and supportive the attendees, the magical beings who were with me in the space, um, how they found it and how it has impacted them. So I thought I would take some time to just share in its entirety or in a little bit more detail just my relationship to my voice, and um, even being seen. I mean, there's still elements of it that I tend to work through and that I know are ahead of me still. But I think often we can compare what snippets of what we see and make assumptions, and they're not always true. Surprise. They're not always true, right? So, and we often compare where we are with where someone else is, but we're not at equal stages of our experiences. And that can just add to the stories and assumptions and judgments that we make of ourselves and, you know, in turn create limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts that block us from our divinity and block us from being fully expressed in who we are and fully expressed in our gifts, whatever that may be for you. So, all right, where do I start? I think I want to start with my voice, my relationship to the actual sound of my voice and hearing my voice back. And it's kind of so odd to think that, I'm actually explaining this here on a, on my podcast (laughs) of all things, you know, where everything, well, our senses are stripped away apart from the sound of my voice that you're receiving. So for many years, I like many years, I'd say my whole life, I really struggled with, um, Being looked at and being seen and having any attention, um, drawn towards me, I, this is multi-layered, um, and I remember being in primary school and I went to a co-ed primary school and my mum, like everyone thought I was really shy and... My mum decided to put me into speech class when I was in grade four. I think it is to try and build my confidence levels, and by that stage I had I was grade four. I think I'd moved to a um, all girls high uh, all girls school, and so I was doing these speech classes, and even those they were actually horrific, and I feel quite traumatized by them. just realizing as I'm speaking so I could probably do with a little stress transformation on that too um but so this is something that I remember from my earlier years and it wasn't until I you know I got into high school that you know you need to give up get up in front of a class and give presentations and all of those sorts of things and um that was like a death sentence to me. It was so horrific and traumatic <laughs> for me. And I would more often than not find myself in sick bay, um, getting out of my talk or just finding a way not to be there. It was often sick bay, just faking sickness, getting out of that class and doing anything I could to avoid the dread, the fear, the sheer terror of getting up in front of the class and speaking. There were a few times I didn't get away with it and I had to give speeches or present projects or speak or something like that and it just, uh, traumatic is the only word that I can think of to describe it. And so if I move on to like a progression of how that evolved as I grew older. I got a job, um, when I was 16, yeah, 16, working as a barista. Um, they trained me as a barista and I had to begin having conversations with strangers because, you know, I I was taking money and selling them coffee and it really gave me the confidence to, come out of myself in a certain environment because I was building relationships and I was seeing people regularly and they were from all different walks of life and that helped somewhat Um, but the idea of public speaking or just having attention from more than one person in a conversation was enough to make me feel physically ill and for me to go completely red in the face (laughs) Um, to get hot and flustered and just so many things. So I did anything I could, needless to say, to avoid situations like that as I grew older. Um, and I never put myself in a position where I would need to get up and speak in front of anybody. Um, those of you and everyone in my world who's close to me knows... That history, <laughs> in fact, um, many kind of joke about it, but it it is very it was very real for me, and so I have very pivotal moments, and experiences specifically where I can remember, a point of change. And. I've made significant progress. I'm definitely not ready to get up in front of a massive crowd and talk about anything but I am on this journey of becoming so much more comfortable with my voice and my expression and being completely non-judgmental around how articulate I feel I am or am not being and just accepting that what I have to share and say will be received by those who are meant to receive it in that moment. So, just stepping into a lot more trust, a deeper sense of trust in a space where I am able to get out of my own way. And so, when it comes to my voice specifically, because that's like a separate element, but also a parallel element of this is that when it comes to my voice, I had always thought I sound, like I was very hypercritical of my voice. I hated to hear it back on any voicemail recordings. I hated to hear it recorded on anything. Um, It was just something that I held so tightly to, this story that just wasn't true. This um, hatred of the sound of my own voice and it just felt wrapped up in shame and humiliation and embarrassment for no particular reason. I just knew it was there and so I navigated my life without needing it, right? A particular turning point so that this doesn't end up a two-hour story for you a particular turning point for me was when I really wanted to step into sharing guided meditation because I saw the power in it and I saw that I would be able to support and facilitate in a really beautiful way to access the subconscious mind. And of course, you know, that's my world. Um, And so my first experience of doing this publicly was jumping off a cliff essentially I held two events actually with my gorgeous friend Eva and she taught yoga yin she did a yin class and I did a guided meditation to follow or throughout sorry and I had written my guided meditations and I was ready to read them off this script and all I could think about was how annoying the sound of my voice would be for somebody. And I couldn't handle them looking at me. But of course the beauty of this class that we had designed was that they would all have their eyes closed. So they couldn't look at me. So if there was any time to dive right in, it was definitely going to be this space. And I found myself so nervous. Um, Even though nobody was looking at me, they were all relaxed and, you know, just enjoying the experience. And I found that it, I struggled because I just couldn't let go of the fact that my voice might be irritating them. You know, if you've ever had that experience where you're in a class and someone's leading you through a meditation or... doing a yoga class and the teacher's voice is irritating you or you listen to podcasts perhaps and somebody's voice is irritating you right so it's triggering you and you don't always know why in the moment I feel like I had adopted that because that has happened to me a lot in the past where I felt triggered and internalized it and made it true for me even though it was just a story and so I went through this class thinking that I was just annoying everyone for the whole class and they wouldn't be able to really sink in and enjoy the experience that I was hoping they would. Well, I I I think I was just so caught up in my own fears, my own stories that I wasn't sure that they would be able to sense the energy that I really had hoped that that they were going to feel and experience in that session and so you may not be surprised to hear this but at the end of the session I had multiple multiple, (laughs) people multiple people come up to me and um, comment on how calming they had found my voice and how relaxed they felt and it was such a beautiful confirmation it was just it meant so much to me and i immediately was able to sense the i won't say ridiculous nature but i was able to sense really strongly how much that story had affected me for so long and how much I had given away, how much power I'd given away to that story that had no place in my life. And so that was the first time that I opened to the possibility that I was getting in my own way, actually, and blocking the conduit right, for this message that wants to come through me. And that week, that same week, I ended up having a conversation in a work environment somewhere I was consulting to whereby someone I respected a lot actually mirrored back to me that they felt I was incredibly articulate, which blew my mind because that's one of the elements of how I pull apart or I had previously pulled myself apart you know and stopped myself from speaking or sharing my thoughts in case I sounded ridiculous and I didn't make sense and all these sorts of nonsensical stories so that was backed up by a few days later another person that I respected sort of mirroring the same message um and so it gave me a point of deep reflection And semi, I guess my action after that was it kind of catapulted me into a new state where I was able to expand on my experiences and really contemplate the ways in which I could use my voice and the ways in which I could then incorporate guided meditation and a podcast and speaking on stories, all those sorts of things, and just really embrace it. Embrace it without any judgment or self-criticism or self-hatred. Um, and it's been a really beautiful experience. And the reason why that has come up again last night in particular is... Because once again, at the end of our session, a few incredible people um, reached out to me and had commented and given me some feedback saying that they really enjoyed the sound of my voice. And to me, it's such a cosmic joke that my human self was able to get so caught up and tied up in this story that kept me small and kept my expression squashed and my voice quiet and the volume turned down on everything to do with being seen and heard and it just blows my mind and i hope in sharing this if you have any questions please reach out to me if you have any similarities in our experiences please reach out to me i feel very strongly about helping those of you that feel you've turned down the volume on your own voice for whatever reasons feel very strongly about facilitating support and creating space for you to step out of that paralyzing story to take action and to move far beyond it. To leave that story for dust, you know? I feel like there are many more parts to this story. But I'm going to leave this here. As I tend to not really structure what I'm going to say. And share with you. I just flow with what wants to come through and my thoughts. I just want to say if you're listening right now, that I can sense you. I see you and I'm right here with you. I truly am. I can sense our community and I can feel the heartbeat of it. And I know that we're all holding many emotions at the one time within us. And at times that can be confusing, of course. However, I'd love to invite you to use that as a remembrance of your multidimensionality. The fact that you are capable of holding so many things at the one time within you. So many emotions, so many feelings and so many experiences. So thank you for being here with me and please show up in my DMs if you want to chat. I would love to hear from you and I hope you have a beautiful day.